This is Progress Over Perfection. We've always believed in something called progress. A spotlight on health, fitness, mindset, and nutrition. It has the potential to change your whole life. Explore the how, where, and why people exercise. Exercise can indeed transform your life. And now, Sam Radford. Hello and welcome to Progress Over Perfection episode 9. Now I'm thankful to be joined again by Abu Dhabi based personal trainer Tim College. So once again Tim thank you for joining me. No problem at all mate. Um, So what we're going to do this time is we're not going to jump into the three questions as we did those only a week ago. So what Tim's done this time is using his, his social media following he's basically asked for some questions so we've had we've had a few different questions come in from people and what we're going to do is I'm going to try and answer the questions that have been asked of Tim using my limited knowledge and then Tim being the fitness professional is basically going to tell me where I'm uh, right wrong or or slightly you know misinformed which I think because I think some of the things that I believe might be um misgivings of, of what of things I've read things like that so it'll be inter- interesting to see what the sort of average person knows compared to the knowledge from a from a personal trainer so I thought of average give yourself well because yeah. I, I, some of these questions I think you're going to you know aren't pretty much get on the nail okay whereas if we went into the gym that I trained in earlier this week or you know I'm pretty sure if we asked even the trainers in there we'd get some pretty dodgy answers from okay. you know that bro leftover sort of from the 90s bro answering uh, yeah of, uh, you know so, so the first question I got on Instagram was um, I put out uh, any questions we're recording again with Sam and the first question I got was how to how to get my legs bigger that might be a bit that sounds like it's come from someone with broken English but how to get bigger legs I it was male I know I know the person that asked um, go ahead well <laughs> it uh, I would say a two-point tactic being a calorie surplus and train legs uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much on the nail on the head. Bear in mind that you said cal- calorie surplus there. Um, but you, that's that's the tricky point. Well, it's the it's the nuanced point of the mm. question, right? So the question really the question was how to get bigger legs. I mean, we could just sack it all off and just say eat loads, yeah, <laughs> you know? um, because you'd get bigger legs. But what they mean is muscular. Um, and I know the person is a um, is not particularly trained in in strength training, so knowing those two things that they do more cardio than strength mm. you could go you, we wouldn't be so much fussed about the uh the calorie surplus if, in this case because they're uh, not so much trained from a strength point of view you'll probably get from that stimulus from that new stimulus you'll get some intra um, gains yeah some gains from from the first maybe three months uh, you could probably hang around in a calorie deficit for them, mm. get them newbie sort of gains, like you said. The um, uh, I'd go, I'll go because we've you know it is a podcast on these only three questions. We'll go into a bit more depth in that. I find different and research. I don't know. Let's put that to the side for a second. But in um, you know anecdotal experience, I find that different muscles in different people react differently to different rep ranges, which is a lot of differences. But uh, legs for me, not that I've got the biggest legs in the world, but when they have gotten bigger and when I've noticed tone and definition in my legs is when I've done isolated movements um, with higher volume. So, um, sorry, yeah, so, so isolated movements as well as compound lifts. So the squats and the lunges would be first or squats and deadlifts first um, and then 
with a load of volume on top of that. So um, hamstring curl, I can remember distinctly starting a training program and stretching with clients and looking through my legs, at doing a stretch, uh, hamstring stretch, looking through my legs in the mirror and seeing the backs of my legs and thought, oh wow, there's, I can see stringy hamstrings, like, you know, that sort of the, the, the muscular tone in the back of my legs, which as a skinny guy I've never really had. Um, so play around with rep ranges, and I'm not saying there's any one for any one person. I, if I was to, if you came to me and you was like, Tim, I've been training for three years now, I want to take it to another level, I would probably get yourself on just as a guess out of, it's where there's a bit of art involved in coaching. Um, I'd say it, I'd probably put you on some a five by five or something like that. Lower rep, you're a, you're a bigger guy anyway, like you carry weight muscle well. Um, and I think uh, around that five by five range for yourself would get some, get some good results. But I'd also t- tag on those isolated movements. They get, they get, they don't get the credit they deserve. Those one big thing to to highlight though is when you actually say isolated movements. Say you're isolating using dumbbells, kettlebells. That's when form is absolutely yeah, and, and critical. And to be honest, I'd probably just say, look, compound lift uh, is the is the first thirty to forty minutes of your training, um, and you might do your five by five and three by. 20 lunges 5 by 5 squats 3 by 20 lunges and then <clears throat> if it is a solely a leg session um, it's whack on there uh, some uh, uh, isolated curls and uh, abductor abductor machines are something I uh, shunned for a long while until maybe 2 or 3 years ago um, got a bit of glutes out of those um, and the final thing probably the more important thing than that that sort of varied rep ranges would be hit them 2 or 3 times a week um, one leg day a week is going to be basically if you go for two day, leg days a week you'll get the results in half the time if you have three leg days a week as long as remember the key to that is um, how much volume should I do is the most that you can recover fully from you know so it, there's, there is no maximum but there is a maximum amount that you can recover from and that's why some people's training programs aren't weekly they might span 10 days so you hit legs every third day for 10 days repeat because uh, seven's obviously an uneven number, that that'd be why that'd work. But more vo- uh, more volume over the week, not just in the training session. One absolute sh- um, thing to discuss as well is obviously when we have said being a, in a surplus, people whenever people say that they, they see that as the excuse to eat like a complete dickhead. <laughs> yeah, and realistically, uh, you only need to be in a surplus by. 150 to 200 calories a day yeah, I, to build I, muscle I um, I think that yeah I think the science would say about that 200 maybe 250 300 calories but then again the art art side of coaching comes into play a little bit that art isn't the right word is it but then knowing the people so if you've got a client that um, <laughs> no one's going to stick to a 200 calorie a day surplus um, seeing a pound of muscle gained every six months so what might be worth doing as a coach, I might consider saying, get yourself in a 400 calorie a day, 500 calorie a day surplus, or whack on some muscle, and it, and, it, and you are whacking on the you are whacking on the most amount of muscle possible in that case. If the protein's there, if the stimulus is there, and if the calories are there, you are gonna whack on the most possible. Obviously, fat's coming on as well. But if that's of a ment- if you're of mentality or your clients of oh, mentality, size. yeah, the, the the fat size is coming with it. If your clients have a mentality where they need that to see it, you know that, that oh, I'm gain, I'm gains, gains, gains. I'm, I've put on, put on five kilos in f- five months. 
great, let's calm down and let's get back in a calorie deficit and we'll reveal that muscle that we, we've gained. That for me, and that's, and I'm putting myself in that same bracket, I like to see faster stuff happen than, and I'm, I'm consistent as they come, but I'm consistently flirting with gaining weight with more calories and then um, booking a pool party or a beach that I'm going to go to uh, in in three months time want to look good for it don't make any deal of it whatsoever but I know in my head that I want to look good for it so I'll cut calories for eight weeks to 12 mm. weeks thinking alright let's r- reveal these non-existent abs that I've uh, been building you see that's where obviously it, there's, there's a massive mental thing to it though because I know from myself if I've when I've tried to build a little bit of muscle which that's never been my journey my journey has always been fat loss fat loss fat loss yeah I've never wanted I've always been a bit intimidated by trying to put muscle on because being in the calorie surplus is alien to what I've done and I know that if I wasn't careful and I went too far into the surplus where you aren't just putting muscle on you're putting fat that would really play with my head and I'd then suddenly panic and want to be in a deficit again because having been big I I associate rightly or wrongly probably definitely wrongly but I associate gains on the scale to be fat that's yes, that's pre-programmed yes, in my yeah, head yeah, so I yeah. think it's very it is it's one of the things if you want to put muscle on you've got to basically make sure you've got the right mindset to do that yeah, because and, it, and whichever works best for you yeah. men- mentally is the, is the most important see, thing see I prefer a slower increase but not see that not seeing the jump that, on the that scale. drastic scale the jump that, on the scale might scare you which is would, probably where I yeah. go with a female client that was adherent you know the problem is is that if well the, the reason I might say whack, whack in more calories is because they don't see uh, there's no adherence because they don't see the results they don't see if, but it's very rare that I get a female wanting to gain yeah because that word's scary but they uh, use the I, word tone which is a kind tone, of non, non-existent yeah. word and the other thing is from a client from a trainer's point of view is um, it gets said a lot between trainers but not maybe not what um, punters want to hear is um, sell them what they want give them what they need so I get people in the door telling them a certain thing and when they get here I coax them gently maybe sometimes not so gently over to giving them what they need which is they come in my door actually asking for 100 or 90% training advice and I'm like and once I've got them in the door they start hearing me bang on about our calories and Trainings are great, but it's only going to hit you with maybe 300 calories. We've got their attention then. You've got their attention, you've got the and with attention and hopefully retention, meaning mm. that they'll keep coming back to you, especially if they employ the, the correct the, the techniques. If you're giving them the correct techniques, then they'll get results, they'll definitely keep coming back, which is like we've talked about before, helping the most amount of people that positively as possible, you know. Um, that I think that's I think deep, I think deep dive on that one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, second question. Yep. Oh, actually, we've sort of lapped over nicely. Nice segue. Um, does cardio burn off muscle? Um, go. So this is a question where I, I I think I knew the answer to this, but I had to kind of like find the the correct kind of wording for it. Ultimately, no, because as long as you are weight training and eating enough food to maintain your muscle, you won't lose the muscle. It's a case of if you just run and run and run, and then that puts you in a deficit and you're not training your muscle, it will it will disappear the same way that 
if you just you know it would yeah. take longer if you just stopped training and stayed at home and didn't run eventually you'd lose your muscle because you're not training it it's the classic thing it's use it or lose it yes um, yeah so- i think you've you've sort of nailed that there i mean cardio if how was it worded what how was that worded does it burn muscle <laughs> does, does cardio burn off muscle uh, not in the way that that's worded no i it, don't think for one second that going to run and you're going to buy a platform mm. off it's not going to happen what is worth saying is that if you're doing cardio to the point where it puts you in a calorie deficit um and there's no stimulus for those muscles muscle might diminish at the cost of you know the, the cost of the calories uh worth saying as well is why are you doing cardio if you're concerned about muscle yeah that sounded bad but what i'm going to follow up with is cardio is great and there's many benefits to cardio other than the calorie burn which is there of course um but you're you're doing cardio hopefully you're doing it if this is if you're intelligent there you're doing it for the cardiorespiratory benefits and staying healthy and feeling that the air in your lungs or whatever that feeling i've had this week's great the endorphins are fantastic even a 5k run you know 25 minutes or whatever it's it's such a good feeling um and i know that i won't have it, it's kept me help with my calorie calorie count being staying where it is um and i know that muscle's not going to fall off because i've been hitting each muscle group twice a week even though it's only with a couple of training sessions it's, it's enough to hang on whilst on holiday as i am at the moment um but if, it, if muscle gain was your thing, you probably wouldn't be doing any cardio unless you're willing to whack in um, cheesecakes and ribeye steaks for fun, you know, <laughs> which sounds fun as well. But, uh, you know, there's the, the, it comes down to the calories. The, the, the main thing, if you want to sustain, um, sustain or potentially gain muscle, the stimulus, the protein and the calories have to be there. Um, well, the, thing, the, thing, so the question is is a bit of a it's, it's a confused question yes. because it's all about goal-based outcomes and it's something, exactly. it's something there's that, no context to the question it, it's something that Ross Edgley talks about a lot he often says that you know he says you should be able to go over to somebody in the gym and stop them and say right what are you doing and they go I'm doing yeah. you know five by five squats right yeah. why yeah because yeah. I, hopefully I, you want to get a better squat yeah stronger. it's like oh well I want to improve my blood like, body well that's yeah, wrong then wrong, yeah. so it says you, know, you should know why you're training that and again I when I used to go to the gym years and years ago in one of my many failed attempts I'd have a set routine of I'd do cardio for half an hour and then do weights for half an hour and it was like well yeah, it's confused. kind of yeah it's just it's confused, confused yeah. um, and if you see things like you were saying then about if you do all that cardio then you sort of you know want to eat the cheesecake and things like that it's if you actually watch the uh, the videos of Ross Edley when he did his swim when he wasn't swimming or sleeping he was just eating yeah non-stop because Hence he why he didn't t- turn into a exactly um, because a he basically did, he, yeah. he basically did what was it 130 odd days of pure cardio yeah. but when he kept when he was on that beach he was like as jacked as anyone exactly. that, that lives and, in the gym uh, i'd be interested to see what his uh sort of body composition change mm. was like in the over the how long did it take oh, i think i think it's 130 odd days right. something like that um but Might he definitely did if 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 the question if cardio did burn muscle Ross Edgley would have finished that um, swim looking like a jockey you know he, he would have been a stick thing so there's your answer no it doesn't um, within reason and but if you're solely concerned about gaining muscle then definitely 
probably keep your cardio to a minimum you can hit up a good a good cardiovascular workout in inverted commas without um burning so, so many calories get on an air bike for get on an air bike for five sets of one minute you've had a hell of a your lungs will be on fire and you've probably only got through hands doesn't it but uh, you've, you've not got through 300 calories you, you've not got through you might have got through 200 calories and uh, that way you'll sustain lean muscle lean tissue um, but you'll be able to get your you'll find that that cardio feeling that I think this person's asking about mm. is they'll uh, still get those benefits you know still have that buzz of, of having done some cardio mm. um, third question was actually my favourite question um, and I'd be interested to see what how Sam answers it uh, it says do I have to lift weights to add more muscle? Um, uh, yeah, yes, and well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, we'll give. I'll give you a scenario. If uh, if let's say that this person is a um, mom of a two-year-old that's not trained since the baby was born, um, previous to the baby, she did keep fit a uh, couple of exercise classes here and there um and at according to women's health right okay i mean if you want to build muscle lifting weights is the usual go-to but there are many other ways of because basically all you're doing is you're putting resistance into your body yes and so it's how you generate that resistance it could be literally be by doing a handstand against a wall that's putting resistance into your body resistance training you know yeah so it's not necessarily I need to go and pick a weight up. And I think that's one of the main things that keeps women out of gyms. I'm stereotyping women there. Uh, women and, you know, there are lots of guys that aren't confident going to gyms because it's it's deemed as a bit of a bear pit. It's intimidating atmosphere. Yeah. And they go, well, I want to keep fit, but I don't want to go to the gym. It's like, well, that's why you buy something that's called a resistance band. You can literally do yeah. a bodyweight workout, add a resistance band, and all of a sudden... And you've not gone to a gym. Exactly. With, yes, yeah. So um, in that scenario, I would say that someone who's less trained or untrained um, doesn't need to lift weights to gain muscle. But if it was your... If somebody said, I'll give you a million pounds for every kilo of muscle you gain in the next 12 months... I'd be lifting some weights, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'd be eating some protein and I'd be uh, providing adequate calories. We've stayed on a muscle uh, sort of rant these last few three questions, but um, yeah, to the person who's asked it, who is similar, pretty much exactly who I said uh, there, um, yes, to add to add muscle, the most optimal, quickest, efficient way is to lift weights. But that said, if, and I've touched on this in last week's podcast, I think, is that from a coach's perspective, if I know that the person asking the question doesn't like those lifting weights um, and does like yoga, calisthenics, um, and we can optimize our diet, having had a two-year break from training, we could get some results from those things. Min, you know, there'll be strength gain definitely because I can visualize the woman now. If, uh, if hopefully you've got an idea, she's not overweight. Mm. She's, um, let's say, skinny fat might be the, the, the term you'd use, and you could get some sort of tone and definition for, from from some body weight training. But it could be something as simple as say that person is really into running, but wants to make that. A way of adding resistance, you could literally put ankle weights on. You could, 
you could I mean I'd, I don't know whether that, I would if, that, that, if that's, that's their, quite an advanced thing to do thing, or a or um or a body weight vest would mm. maybe be a little bit more healthy still um if I'd really try and find something that is still classified as resistance training mm. um and I'm not sure I'd put ankle weighted running in that bracket it's you know it, guys put weight on when they join the army and start yomping with mm. weight and stuff of course they do but um definitely uh, think about finding something that you love that is resistant training and uh, that, that is lifting weight sorry because that was the question but so try your bodybuilding split routines try uh, i know the person in question has great form on stuff so she could try going to a olympic lifting class Powell joining a, a, a club that's, uh, I don't know if they exist out here, but a few gyms specify in powerlifting. Does this um, person like lifting weights? Is, is it a question? I know is... that she doesn't, right, but okay. I know that what kind of weightlifting she's done in the past okay. is her personal trainer walking around a gym where they're doing um, doing 12 different exercises and three reps of 10 on each, three sets of 10 on each one. Okay. Um, so I'd encourage the person to try different modes because it comes down to and again i'm talking about the psychology of, of, the, of the training and the trainee now is that you definitely want to know that they've tried more than just that mm. style of training there's no progressive overload there's no uh, weekly progress uh, in a, someone that's took two years off of training we could i could show her on day one that um she can't do a 60 kilo deadlift um we go down to 30 40 50 kilo perfect perfect technique get stronger posture perfect everything two maybe three weeks definitely not a month later we've got us on a 60 kilo deadlift and we've uh, tapped into something now that maybe you might have tapped into something now that is a client that's all about getting stronger she's jumping up and down i've honestly had clients jump up and down um having lifted a weight i had a client tell me uh, about a month ago that she st- walked out of the gym having done one of my favorite sessions that i instructed body project um she said she was choked up emotionally because she walked in and thought i'll never be able to complete it and on my uh, you know sort of my with my group of trainees and my coaching she got through it she did better than she thought she was ever going to do and she was choked on the way out and that's mm. why I'm, that's why i love coaching you know if you can tap into these different things for different people some people react to being shouted at some people react to getting a weight that up that they didn't get up before that's where coaching comes into play so whenever i read these questions it might i mean there's eight words for that question mm. i need to know eight eight to 18 different things yeah. about the person and the question you can give a blanket of a spoke answer but it doesn't do, but it doesn't mean oh you could go do you face? yeah of course you do crack on if if i had that with with zero context to that question the answer uh, so what was it do i have to lift weights to add muscle no yeah <laughs> eat you know potentially you could just eat and add muscle if you're a completely untrained yeah um physical job eat eat you gain muscle um so there's there's a few different things there but again that that's something that's dangerous it's something that we touched on last week about reading headlines that person asked you a question without giving you enough information to give a fully detailed answer within context you could just have given them a generic throwaway reply the next thing that person's going off information well a pt told me this yeah and exactly so they don't know the rest they don't know they've not seen behind the curtain exactly holds up all the time there's no way that i'd I'd hope that train uh, my clients definitely my one-on-one clients that i've had in the past i'd hope that they don't go home 
and tell their husband the same thing or get their husband to do the same thing because what I've given that person is for that person. Yes. Um, and not necessarily just as, uh, physically, but psychologically. Um, you know, uh, if, if, if a client needs to shred through some, in, increase their output, their output, um, and they have all the time in the world, I might get them to walk a, for an hour a day. And if then they go home and say to their husband who doesn't have all the, or their or their partner that doesn't have all their time in the world, something to need to hit fifteen thousand steps a day. So like, yeah. well, hang on, I need I'm at work at four in the morning. So I'm I've completely um, f- pissed on his chips. Yeah, you know what I mean? well, he demotivated like, straight oh, away. I can't lose weight. Now yeah, because you have to do this. No, you don't have to do this. I've said that to your yeah. partner because of the situation I know she's in. If you're in a different situation, I'd give you different advice. And it's why coaching for me is so in. Uh, interesting and I find uh, and I can't imagine leaving it because I can't imagine leaving the job because it, I, I, it, there's never a, a never a, a challenge you know there's there's no co- there's no copy and paste there's no, no there's no like right you're no, exactly. you're five foot eight and 32 years old female so you're this right yeah. there you go it's, and I might potentially not give the same answer to the exact same question depending on who asks mm. it to me um, yeah it's uh I think, a, 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 you know, you could be a coach for a lifetime and learn things on the day before you retire. <laughs> Which is good, though, because it ultimately you, know, you never, ever, ever know everything. And you've got to be, you, I think sometimes some coaches, that you see, especially people you see online, they stick to their guns. They copy and paste. And yeah, but yeah. They, they, they will defend their opinion because it, maybe at the time they believe that yes. that's true. Yeah. But then unfortunately, when sometimes they know what they've been saying might actually not be true they're not in a position because they've built a following a, a business yeah. off it. Yeah, they, yeah, are, yeah. they can't afford to climb down and go, actually, I was wrong. And yeah. I mean, we, I think we noticed this, I know, cause I know like Joe Wicks gets a lot of crap, um, but he gets a lot of you know, pros and against, but he, he built an empire on leaning 15, eat this, but no calorie content. And he's always said that, well, I don't have to worry about calories. That's because he's very active. Yes. And I think it's only what last year was it when he actually did, for the first really time say from, yeah, yeah okay calorie. yeah calorie tracking is important not necessarily for him which is fine yeah. but he needs to give the context because you know i followed his recipes and he's just chucking in spoonfuls of coconut oil and it's like well, yeah great to the layman that'll be like so you know again we talked about it before where someone just thinks like oh coconut oil is good for you whack it in they might even think which coconut i did, oil is I did that I, I started whack more of it in yeah I, I i went from using frylight to coconut oil <laughs> there's, because there's it, 100 calories that you exactly because yeah. it was in the book and it works for him and look at him and that's it yeah. so I've done his workout I can have his food that'll be me yeah. you know the fact is that he was then PTing people hitting probably 20-30,000 steps a day you know doing workout videos all day maybe then going to the gym yeah. while I was sat in the office you know it, it's completely different it's, it's not <clears> a one size fits all thing and I think that's that's the thing isn't it you sometimes need you need to as a coach constantly evolve and be open to being wrong. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I see my gurus that I look towards and I've done for the last 15 years. Um, they were beasts in the gym when I was 20 and mm. they was 35, 40. I'm now, I'm now 35, so they'll be 50, 55. Um, and they're changing their modes of training, which is great. They're not going back on their word I don't see it as that I see it as look when I was 30 to 30 to 40 I could you know I'll throw up uh, good numbers on the big three lifts I'll always uh, 
sprint intervals, I was this, you know, that, I'm just p- pulling up some things off the top of my head that those kind of guys did back then. Um, and now they're spending a lot of time doing yoga, essentially doing um, calisthenics, spending time um, doing a lot of soft tissue work. And then, but you know what, I bet you if they st- walked up to um, a decent weight on the floor, they could still pull it. If they got under a, you know, a decent squat, they could still do them, but that's because they've spent time mastering the, the basics of those lifts, and now they realize it's all about longevity, which we mentioned a minute ago, um, and uh, they're the guys I look towards, so I can see that they're still learning, and they might one day go, I've learned all I need to know about training, and you know, obviously, you're in, for your first five, ten, maybe even fifteen years, your the amount you learn just is skyrockets. There, but then the bell curve starts to taper, and I now think that if the next course or the courses that I would now spend chunks of money on would be much more psychological than physiological. I'd happily do, uh, spend money on NLP practicing and stuff like that um, because I know that that'll get me improve the results I get with clientele much more so than a tweak on a squat or a um you know what's the what's the fad at the moment i can't think even you know uh animal flow workouts mm. right i see these all the time and uh, you've seen these I, is, this, you're in, is this the course you did I've, i don't mean shit on anything no 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 i've i've got a friend who who sort of does this um and things like that but um and I have I've gone to a couple of his classes and I really enjoy them because, I like the because it's different. Then. But he, what he preaches is is functional movement. So he he is all about being fit and active to help your daily life. So not yeah. not just a case of being quote unquote gym strong. So yeah, great. You can pick up two dumbbells and put them down. That's because you're sat or stood up and your form's perfect right. and you're not moving. He's about being strong, but with it being practical. Okay. So his animal flow isn't the way that he does it is he gets you to move in ways that you don't normally. Right. But without you knowing that you're doing it, because he makes it into a game. Right. I I think I heard, he's been on this podcast. Owen has. Yes. Yes. Right. I um I, I think I when I absolutely like crawling around on the floor. I've seen the Ido Portal. You know Ido Portal. I'm not seeing that now. I think that's how you say his name. Um, Iranian guy I think does a lot of body weight movement for animal flow type stuff and beautiful to watch moves incredibly well teaches a lot of almost like Quapera type uh, you know Quapera the Brazilian uh, yeah. dance martial art whatever it is um, great and then I see these Instagram videos of people performing picture perfect looking unbelievable with the tops off doing an, a precise I can don't know what you call these movements but they're they're great and they're but essentially if that's who you're marketing towards people that want to do body weight calisthenic type um movements for their body for their strength that's great and but just as long as you're not selling it as um come on layman get in shape let's have you lose some weight because it's just not i could imagine teaching that to to my group at the moment or uh, to, to, to a random 20 people we would have it would look nothing like it does on the instagram video let's put it that way um why did i pick on them i didn't mean to i didn't mean to pick on them uh why what, what was we saying 
uh, you, you were just basically talking about evolving and knowledge base yeah, and, so, and how people suddenly does how people go from being the bro split to suddenly the functional movement yeah, and yeah, things like yeah. that and I don't and that's an evolution I don't see any harm in it whatsoever um, I do think there's there's a bit of a people um, maybe jumping on a not the calis kind of the calisthenics and jumping on zero equipment um, the zero equipment bandwagon because if they teach you all these things they can sell you an ebook or an e-course or a, a monthly subscription to learn all these new movements um, and you don't need anything for it. It's quite an easily, it's an easy sell, but in actual fact to, dare I say it, to get strong, you should be lifting some weights but not, to, or you, at least learning the basics before we start doing these kick through to handstand to crab to, and I'm like, wow. we Yeah, there's, ob- there's obviously there, different man. levels. I mean, there's, there's double, it's double-edged sword, isn't it? You could say that their market is appealing to people who want to move better, who maybe struggle with, you know, back pain and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. And albeit, yes, lifting weights would be good for doing back pain. Um, but it could also be for people that don't want to go to the gym. People that want Not to, want to go to cause the gym. I've been, I've been to the I've been the, the functional movement classes with Erwin and things like that. And the environment is very, very different to walking into a, a sweat box gym. Yeah, and yeah. some people will generally just feel more comfortable in that and environment. And like I said earlier, the the adherence thing is massive. If if you're uh, if the lady that wanted to gain muscle without lifting weights is going to go to that class four or five times a week, and uh, but if I tell her to lift weights, she's only going to do it twice a week. The animal flow kind of class um, results in her doing essentially push ups. I'm sure there'll be some inverted stuff, maybe pulling, oh, hanging. I mean, like I, strength I, stuff. Yeah, and she'll done... get stronger and gain muscle as a result without in me putting in quotes air quotes lifting weights. She hasn't lifted weights, but she's done resistance training. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 the change of pace. I mean, I've obviously lifted weights for a while, um, and I've done classes with with Owen and, and the guys at um, at uh, well, not the School of Calisthenics, but that's one of the people he works with. Oh, does he? And um, and you know, the next day, I have literally ached top to bottom because I've moved and I've I've used muscles in a way that I wouldn't normally have done. Right. Um, and it's amazing how yeah, yeah, how yeah, different yeah. you feel and, and incredible if for. Four, and I, I just, I just know, I'm just conscious of the people that, um, if if anyone listens to this podcast because they follow me, I'm I'm always talking fundamental basics. I'm just conscious that some of it's essential, yeah. exactly. Some it's of it, a little is, bit yeah. Advanced. That's what I've probably been trying to say for the last two minutes. Is um, it's somewhat advanced for people, and I wouldn't want it to put people off of moving because they can't do these things. You know, I think the problem you have with it is that. Instagram only generally shows you the Adva- the, the advanced sexy stuff. Yeah, so it shows you someone doing the, the flippy movements that you've said. The same way you could argue that it shows people benching 150 kilo and suddenly yeah. think, well, what's the point? I mean, one of the best things, and I'm, I'm going to give him a plug here, so one of the best things that Owen does is he will show himself learning something new and failing, but he, pro- right. but he progressively posts yeah. until he gets better I at see, it. I uh, see the School of Calisthenics I do often show their progression all the time which yeah. is great and I can and I've the the few times I've spent spent uh weeks and almost months maybe sometimes practicing handstands or whatever flag and things like that you do notice a progression really quickly um with those things and very marketable if if you've got that that type of mentality clientele as well oh yeah I think it's definitely important to show I think what's good though is I think if you show yourself trying an adherence and failing 
it seems it makes you more relatable. It makes you look human. Because yeah, you, exactly. you, you see some guys on the internet and it's like, wow, that guy's super jacked, super ripped, and he can do a flagpole, and then he can also jump straight off and do a backflip, and then he yes. can deadlift like 150 kilo, yeah. and I'm just sat here like curling my 12 and a half and thinking, yeah. well, what's the point? Yeah. So it's good that when people show, like, right, well, this is where I am, but this is me getting there. And these are the mistakes I've made. This is my really yeah, slop, right. this is my really sloppy muscle up. But now three or four weeks in, I'm doing a cleaner one yeah. and things like that. So I think yeah, it, it's one of the things. It, it can be quite dangerous to show people um, a different type of training that's too advanced for them because it can it, it can you know, deflate you basically. Yes. Um, but you know, I, I do think it's important that trainers are open to, um, to sort of changing and, of and evolving sure. and things like that. 100%. I mean, um, just touching very quickly. So obviously, I've. Um, done a lot of training and uh, with Jamie Alderton as part of the Train With Jay group that I'm part of and he's posted up videos of when he first left the army and he was like in similar shape as he is now he was really big and strong and he, he was doing um, standing military presses in this video and he his form was just like he was <laughs> he was lifting crazy heavy weights but he was just throwing them up and he was slamming the bar down on his shoulders really? and, it, and literally he was watching the video back and he was wincing and he was going I don't know how I've not destroyed my yeah, like yeah, yeah. back and yeah. shoulders yeah. and spine he's like and that's again showing yeah progression this is it and he's saying like you know fair play to myself I'm lifting big weight but if I continue to train that way long term yes. I wouldn't be able to yeah. and now he has like um, I think he was saying that he basically has like a 20 minute stretch routine right. he does every single morning yeah. with the the plantar fascia ball um, you know uh, with he's got he basically got a mat yeah, in his vital, room vital. and he does all this stretching is and, he our age as well uh, he's a year younger okay um, or I think he might be 30 yeah that's no, why he's just turned 34 in the last right. couple of months so um but obviously he's been lifting weight since he was like 13. Yeah. So the wear and tear on his body is going to be quite high. So yeah, um, so yeah he, he really preaches um, stretching and mobility and flexibility. And if you and if like if he'd have told himself that 10 years ago, it'd have been like, well, about just, you yeah, know, just do a bit, <laughs> bit, bit of a shoulder stretch across the yeah. uh, the chest and then just start chucking big weight yeah. up. So yeah. it's important for people really to evolve. Um, but I, could, I think we're going to wrap it all down another, down another pole there. So we'll cut it short for the time being. Um, so I want to thank, thank you again, Tim, for joining me on a part a two of the podcast. If you want to give yourself another social media plug, go for it. Yeah, just look up uh, Tim College Fitness and Fat Loss. Um, college is with a D, so it's C-O-L-L-E-D-G-E. Uh, and that's on... Uh, that's on Facebook and Tim College Fitness on Instagram. So, um, oh, and the podcast, if um, if you don't already know, is uh, the Lifting Weights and Hangover Shakes podcast, which you'll find on my Facebook anyway. Yeah, so what we're going to do is I'm going to post up, uh, so we have the pre-record of Tim's podcast, and I'm going to repost that as episode 10 of Progress on Over Perfection, um, and then just basically tag the podcast onto that, but that, and that will be up shortly. So thank you very much again for joining me, Tim, and uh, take care. A pleasure.